F-122. It's not 2022. It's 22. The 22nd F-1 game ever to be made ever by Codemasters. I don't know if any of that's true, but this is the review for F-122. I hate doing reviews. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more I hate trying to write paragraphs and shit and blah, blah, blah. Is this game fun or not? And uh, I kind of just wrote a list of pros and cons because that's pretty much all a review needs to be. And I guess I could score it at the end, right? So here's a review for F1 22, the newest game from Codemasters and EA. And uh, the the long, the, the short version of it, the too long didn't read TLDR would be, this game's fucking fun. This game's really fucking fun. I really have enjoyed it on both wheel and controller. And everything I've experienced so far has been grand. It is so far my favorite F1 game to ever be released. But we're going to dive straight into the cons, the negatives of this game. And there's not, min there's not many of them. There's not much. And I really think that the cons of this game really don't pull away from the grand experience. So here's the first one. Um... Anytime it shows the pit crew, it's like the recycled same group of people. You'll see, like, the the boss character of all the Karens with her haircut there. And then, like, two or three different dudes. And they're all recycled between the teams. So that's kind of, like, cut and paste. Not really a big deal, but it's definitely noticeable, especially at the end of a race. And it's, like, the same damn people jumping around like assholes. Um, cheering for your team or whatever, and it's, they all look the same. So there's one con. The other con is, I honestly don't give a shit about F1 Life. It adds no value to the game, and I'm sure I will go back. I've looked through everything already, and I have unlocked a whole bunch of shit, and I'm sure the more I play, the more I will unlock, and eventually I'll go back and customize my area at least one more time and check things out. Uh, check out my trophy wall, but other than that, I really don't see how the F1 life and all the customized little uh, the IKEA simulator for your space adds to the overall F1 experience. It really doesn't. It's kind of like Forza Horizon, whenever you can just slap on a different t-shirt, and even then, that really doesn't fucking matter because you're in a car the whole time. So, yeah. F1 life. Really don't care about it. So, other than that, yeah, those are the only two cons I could think about. Um... I will jump into the pros, and uh, disclaimer, I am about 11 hours into this game, um, obviously pre-launch for this review, so 11 hours I feel like is enough time spent within the game to have enough of uh, a grasp on it to really give it some sort of review. Uh, let's speed things up with the pros. The driving slash racing in the F1, F2, and supercars feels fucking great. It's the best it's ever been on controller. No changes needed to the settings. It's turn on the game, plug in your controller, or turn on your controller and start driving, start racing. That's how good it is. Uh, there is a myriad of options to keep you racing with the several solo modes, the, the Pirelli hot lap challenges, the new racing features, and the online modes. Now, I haven't been able to touch online mode at all. I tried to see if anybody from EA or Codemasters or any of the other uh, reviewers and YouTubers were online. Nobody was online, so I couldn't do any online racing. So I'm going to wait until the game is officially out, and then I will play online and then maybe post another review of my online experience at some other point. But other than that, you have plenty of on. Line, I mean, offline options to keep your interests at an all-time peak. Um, this game caters to new 
and experienced F1 fans, between all of the simulation settings and the assists and the whole race weekend and anything from my team all the way to an official F1 uh, schedule, this thing will be... It, it just caters to the super hardcore F1 fan who's been playing this game for 10 years, who has the most badass F1 simulation rig for this next game. And then it also caters to somebody who may have just picked up an Xbox or a PlayStation and just decided to pick up a racing game for the first time in 15 years. And it's going to be really good experience for either person. It's really fucking phenomenal how they managed to do this. Um, like I said earlier, you can pick up your controller and race just fine. You can slap on your Thrustmaster, which, Jesus Christ, out of context, that sounds really, really sexual. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, it fucking, it's great. The wheel feels amazing as well. I didn't have to, have to change any settings to be competitive, and I also really think that if you're really going to dial things in, you can, and you'll be getting probably maybe a couple tenths out of whatever thing you're trying to get out of on whatever lap. But uh, those are for like the elitists. Those are for the hardcore players. They will squeeze out as much as they can, and you'll be seeing YouTube videos and and uh, Traxion and Racing.gg and all that other shit. They will be definitely posting videos. And articles about the best settings for your wheels. So stay tuned for those. I sure will because I want to see. Because as of right now, I'm just using the stock settings. No, nothing fancy has changed besides looking behind me. I changed that to like LB, whatever. And uh, yeah, uh, I enjoy and appreciate all of the little changes to the game. With the new podium animations. The driver walking in. Uh, the little sequence whenever he's stepping towards the podium. With his chest puffed out, his or her chest puffed out, like, hell yeah, I did it, walking to the podium. That shit's cool. And and on top of that, I vastly enjoy the addition of Miami, or Miami, and updated tracks, uh, Australia and Yas Marina and such. Um, there's another track, I, I can't think off the top of my head. Maybe it's a Mola? I can't remember. But there's three tracks that were updated, Miami was added. First, you have all of the newer F1 cars, all in this game. And uh, that's it. I really like this game. And honestly, um, I can tack on. I didn't write anything down for this. But the Pirelli hot laps, driving the supercars, um, I highly suggest minimizing the assists or completely turning them off. Because having driving those supercars with a lot of assists turned on, it is uh, diminishing. I, I'm, whenever I did it for the first time, I had the assists cranked all the way up. And the experience was pure ass. And so I turned all those down, and driving those supercars was a hell of a lot more fun. Um, yeah, I wonder if they're going to add more stuff into the supercar realm later on. But as of right now, you have like eight or ten cars to choose from. So, uh, yeah, as of right now, I mean, this is only single-player experiences. This is not even including online, and I am going to give this a solid 9.5 out of 10. I mean, I had two cons on this little list. But they didn't really take away from the game at all. It was just literally me being nitpicky just to say something negative about the game. Seriously, F122 is the best fucking racing game out right now. And I'm going to play the shit out of it. And I hope you en en enjoyed this review. I hope to see you on the track. And I hope that I beat your asses on some five-lap races online because I can't wait. So, uh, yeah, slap on your Thrustmasters and fuck yes, let's go racing 9.5 out of 10. F122. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Bye.